The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists. Whoa, hello. Something is going really loud. All right. Just a moment. <laughs> ah, okay, we're um, doing a new platform. That's why you just heard that. And I wasn't sure when we went live whether or not this was going to be blaring, whether it was going to be going, or, or what was going to be going on, and you just heard it. So, uh, I'm going to tell you about that in just a moment before we bring Kate on. As I was saying, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house this morning, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. I'm glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. Appreciate you, your time that you're giving to us, and also we're happy to bring you the information we're going to bring you. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. In fact, if you want to head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, you can check us out there. And on the right side of the page... You're going to be saying, this is, this is going to be our platform unless they remove it. <laughs> it's not going to be YouTube anymore, even though YouTube is there. I'm not going to be on YouTube anymore, okay? Um, Bradley will be on at 3 p.m. today, uh, but I'm not going to be on YouTube anymore. And uh, But I'll still be across the other platforms that we have, like on Twitter, Bradley Dean one Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. The YouTube channel is B, is Bradley Dean. Um, also, beforeitsnews.com, we're always there as well. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. And at Cutting Edge TV on Roku. But Sons of Liberty Media, look guys, if you're wondering why a show isn't on, it's either one, uh, we've been banned, <laughs> or two, uh, Bradley took a break like yesterday. He took a break. Some people were asking me where he was. He was traveling. Um, him and his family are traveling out of town to speak at some events, but we'll always be here on sonsoflibertymedia.com. And this video platform is the Vimeo platform. If you want to go over there and you want to subscribe over there, that's fine. That's where we're at least going to try to build right now. Uh, Ben Swan has said that he's going to be setting up a new platform. We don't know what that's going to entail. It sounds a lot like uh, something like Minds has for social media. 
but it, this will involve content creators. I don't know if it will allow for live streams. I haven't seen any live stream blockchain technology just yet, but there may be that. Um, I upload to Library, which is peer-to-peer, Brideon, which is peer-to-peer. I think BitChute is a server, and Rumble. And by the way, uh, well, let me get this out of the way, and I'll tell you the other before I bring Kate on. If you'd like to donate to us, if you'd like to help us out, and you're able to do so, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Helps us do what we do, both here, on the radio, on the internet, and out like Bradley is fixing to do in a number of places throughout the United States. Also, you can become a son or daughter of Liberty with us. You can partner with us monthly and do that as well. And then our store is available on sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can do that also. And another way you can help us is by going there, scrolling right down on the right side of the page, and putting in your email. We don't rent it. We don't sell it. We don't spam you. You get one email a day. It's the articles that we do for the day and uh, with our contributors from sonsoflibertymedia.com. And if you would share those, we're the censorship is heavy. Is heavy. You guys know it. Okay, and the corrupt politicians aren't going to get rid of Section 230. They're not going to do that. They're not going to bring justice to these criminals. So the only way to hit them is in the pocketbook. Now, I'm not one for leaving the devil's turf. Uh, If I get kicked off and I'm just unable to get back on, that's fine. But I'm not going to just leave the devil's turf because that's really Christ's turf. Christ is king. Okay, he's king of all the earth, including the technology there. And so we're going to stay and we're going to fight as long as we can fight in there, uh, as long as the Lord will have us there. So keep that in mind. With that said, yesterday's show is kind of interesting. Uh, Uploaded the video to Rumble. Within a couple of hours, we had about 30,000 views on it, just on on that one radio show. And then all of a sudden it was pulled. I didn't get an email. I didn't get... They don't have strikes there, but I don't know what the deal was. They they give you a point system. You got a hundred points you can get, and um, if you make that hundred points, then I guess they kick you off. I don't I don't know what it is. Didn't get a point, so I was like, okay, that's weird. I re-uploaded it back to Rumble. Got another fifteen thousand, and they pulled it again. No explanation, no strike, no email telling me why or anything. So I don't know what's going on over there at Rumble. It's a good platform for. Reaching a lot of people, there's no doubt about that. But uh, that was a very strange thing. And all I was doing, as you guys know, we went through Deuteronomy 28. We talked about what was going on up at the Capitol with um, the basic police state that's come in. Um, and then uh, we we referenced the... Um, what else were we referencing there? <laughs> I don't even remember. Um, uh, labeling Americans as domestic terrorists. And I read from you the list that comes from government documents. And you guys had the list. You could go see it at Sons of Liberty. You can still see it. It's up in the top, uh, the slider across the top there. You can see that. Now, with that said, we're going to be tackling the health and wellness aspect today, as well as get some information as to what's going on over in the U.K. as well. And to hear me do that is our health and wellness expert, Kate Shimarani. And good morning, Kate. Hi, good morning. Check it out. <laughs> oh, she's she's got her Sons of Liberty T-shirt on. <laughs> and look, I've done seventies funk with it. You see, I'm not going on here. <laughs> all this you is need, my big one. All you need is one of those big banana clips that pull your hair back and do that. Yeah, kind of reverse mohawk thing like going 70, on. Looking like a seventies chick. <laughs> yeah, uh, here from. Um, the occupied state of the UK, uh, as you all know, you know, we've, we went from like. 
tear tear whatever to tear even look at yourself in the mirror and you'll have a gun at your head um so now we're on this complete uh um this lockdown tier six i think it, no it's tier five you know i don't even read the tiers it's so ridiculous um scotland as well uh wales so now it's um it's just the this pandemic the, this deadly pandemic but your children of essential workers they can still go to school because because it doesn't get them and um there was a, a chief a chief constable actually said now is not the time to protest well actually when tyranny is afoot uh, if people really do wish to protest i can't think of a better time uh, it's not what I do. I'm not going to be out in the streets. Uh, so stop sending me your hate emails. I don't care. <laughs> not interested. Um, okay. I have done an interview yesterday with ITV um, about the vaccine. So, of course, you know that this new vaccine has been rolled out, this Pfizer vaccine that Dr. Yeardon, who was a senior scientist with Pfizer, got together with Dr. Wodark and they put a petition into the European Medicines Agency to stop this vaccine because it's so dangerous. And it appears to be living up to its name of being very dangerous because the the side effects are rolling in, adverse reactions are rolling in. And now people are being threatened at work that if they don't have it, their employment will be in question. You've got individual businesses saying that they're not going to employing people, they're not going to be employing new people unless they've had the vaccine. So now uh, we we have um, coercion, we have uh, coercion amongst nurses. I put out a video last week uh, with the legal standing of where nurses stand and healthcare professionals on whether they have to have a vaccine for their employment. And the NMC, you know, that corrupt governing body taken over by the government in 2001, the Nursing and Midwifery Council, actually have stated that vaccines are not mandatory in the UK. So no nurse can be uh, told she has to have this vaccine um, to remain on the register or to work as a nurse. But again, it's about, you know, um, it's about numbers. It's a numbers thing. At what point are people going to break and see what's out there? There's no point talking about the PCR test anymore. Everybody knows the PCR test doesn't work. There's no point talking about uh, the virus itself. I believe the CDC has just um, put on their website how many people actually did die as a consequence of coronavirus. And it was something like, I don't know, five or six percent of the of the figures. The rest, the other 90 or percent were all comorbidities, heart disease, lung disease, one of which we're going to be talking about today. So um, it's all, all the information's there and the mainstream media aren't reporting on it. So if you can't see by now, well, no, <laughs> everywhere that, in the UK, that's exactly you really right. Can't see it, it's that's, just not worth going over it anymore. So we're now in. We're now in. I think I texted to you exactly what I said. What I feel is really <clears throat> my opinion of what the um, what the whole medical system is. We're no longer doing science. We're not doing science here at all. We're doing warfare. That is medicine warfare on the mind body and soul yep. and that's exactly what it is it's fourth generation warfare it's quiet weapons for silent wars that's where we are it's not a virus it's not a vaccine it's a trojan horse for what yep. else they're bringing in so in the uk as well everyone seems to be kind of hanging on to trump trump trump's the savior and you know whatever goes on in america will carry on here the american constitution is based on our constitution and so they're waiting to see trump and someone actually posted this morning, you know, about what Trump uses. He, I, I, I can stay on the fence, as you know, Tim. I just read it all and wait. 
Um, because these things are out of my control. These things I can't do anything about. I can do lots about what I what I do to myself, but I sure. can't do a lot. And I can inform people what what would be best for them to do. But when I have no control of it, I don't get sucked down that plug hole. And um, I believe someone wrote about you know Trump's emblem is the lion with the the eagle wings. Is that correct? Right. And is that not in Revelation of He that will bring Peace. Yeah, there's a there's a mixture of an ant. Yeah, there's a there's a mixture of the beast that that uh, uh, has parts of a lion and and the wings and and the, yeah, I, I know all of that. But <clears throat> again, I don't I don't buy into seeing that as far as now. I bring application to how he he responds to things. There's no question about that. And I I do think that a lot of people have so idolized him that boy. Well, I, I don't want to get into that today, but the fact of the matter is I appreciate you bringing up the fact that what we're, what we're doing here and bringing you on is to help people with the issue of dealing with their mind, their body, and their soul. Now, of course, we talk about the fact that God is our healer. The scriptures say over and over, I am the Lord, your healer. Uh, we, we've talked about the things that he has provided within the creation, and he told the people as he laid those things out in his law, he said, I set before you today life and death. Choose life. And so what's happened, I know, in America, and, and this obviously happened in the U.K., a lot of civilized civilized society. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean anymore. A lot of the civilized, the Western world, if we will, a lot of what's happened is we've been fed garbage, both in our minds and in our bodies, and therefore, we're sick in our minds and our bodies. And so a lot of people have begun to go back to the old paths, as it were, not just in Scripture, but also going back to the things you've been talking about, remedies and stuff like that that we're going to speak about today for flu-like illnesses. And I think that's very important because then it goes back to not looking at Mother Nature. There is no such thing as that. Going back and looking to the Creator, the one who gave us these things, so that we might be well before Him. Now, with that said, I just want to plug this because we had it right at the first. We're not, you know, we're not medical doctors here. Kate is a registered nurse of thirty-five was, years. Right. Was I'm not registered with <laughs> right. them, but I'm right. still a nurse and a nutritionist. nutritionist. Right. So uh, this is all for information. This is just, you know, the formality that we threw out there. But Kate, you you want to help people in the fact that you want to help them deal with things that are flu-like illnesses that they may occur, remedies or things to help avoid those things. So let's hit that, and then we'll hit on some of the political issues on, on, the, end, on the end of this. Just to say, because the reason I, I suddenly have got a lot busy, you know, people can't access, they can't access medical care anymore. A lot of the medical side has closed. Everybody's being bottlenecked through A&E. Treatments are getting cancelled. People are terrified. People are going to the emergency room. With things that they would have never gone to the emergency room with before, because they think, oh, it's COVID nineteen, um, and people are scared more now than ever because they they don't just don't know what's happening. Even I've even had some cops this week. They don't know what's happening. They don't know what they're meant to be doing. And, and interestingly, they say that when they go to work, it feels like normality. It gives them normality. So um, before we go any further, I just want to read this to you because this is a Christian show. So come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's from Matthew eleven twenty-eight thirty. 30. 
No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 159. And and for me, um, the Lord is in you and he does guide you. And when you pray, the answer will come to you. And I always do that. And when I when I was first diagnosed with cancer and the, it, it was like a voice that, uh, uh, and then everything opened up when you stop trying to control it. You know, when, when you put your trust in, in idols, you become but children. When you put your trust in God, therefore yourselves, you become open to infinite, infinite awareness and possibilities. And it's all there. And that was Arthur Miller who said that, the playwright who was married to Marilyn Monroe. So going back to, to, you know, everything we need, we shall find in the seeds of the fruits of the trees. It's all there. So one of the things in the UK that um, they're not even testing for anymore is COPD. And so let's talk about COPD a minute. Um, what it is, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. So let's talk about the signs and symptoms of that. Difficulty breathing, especially after physical exercise. Uh, Breathing has become more difficult as time goes on. A cough, it's a persistent cough. It's always there. You're just coughing. And a chronic cough that has a a production of mucus and sputum. So when you cough, you're getting phlegm. And this phlegm um, is white and then it can become green and um, pearl and and it can become yellow, which would be a sign of infection. So what is it? Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, a combination of lung disorders. So it's it's different disorders. And most often it's it's bronchitis. Itis means inflammation. It's inflammation in Latin of the bronchioles, the, the air tubes, if you like, and emphysema. Uh, And it makes it difficult to breathe. And each disorder impairs breathing in a slightly different way. So chronic bronchitis irritates those those tubes. Your bronchial tubes, they transport air into the lungs. And emphysema involves the little sacs at the end of the tubes called the alveoli. And that's where you get when you breathe in, goes down to that single celled wall and it goes through into your bloodstream, carries oxygen then round to your whole body. Oxygen in the presence of sugar uh, generates ATP energy. So it's life. And and then all the um, uh, the carbon dioxide, the byproduct of this has to come back to those little air sacs where it's then exhaled. So inhaling oxygen, exhaling your carbon dioxide. So in healthy lungs, you get lots of those sacs and they're really small, allowing for a great, great number of these to be packed inside your lungs. But when you become sicker, then you get less of these little sacs. They become bigger. So you don't get as much surface area because you haven't got as many of these. So the lungs can't, they can't get as much oxygen into the cells. This is why you feel tired and breathless. So overall, 20% of people who smoke will develop COPD. And 50% of lifelong smokers will develop COPD. So what else is responsible for, responsible for this COPD? Air pollution. And we live in a really polluted society. And if you look at a lot of these degenerative diseases, they came in the Industrial Revolution. And we used to get 
lots of this when you had a lot of pollution like at the turn of the century in the industrial revolution we had really polluted cities and so you would get it and that's been cleaned up and air pollution is responsible for acute worsening so if you're in a in a place where the air quality is getting worse then your copd will get worse the use of sewage sludge in landfills contributes heavily to this problem because of the dust from these contaminated soils it's called biosolids contains toxic metals and highly immune stimulating particulates and it makes this bronchial these tubes get more irritated and the lungs become more irritated and inflamed that inflammation which leads to more chronic disease so recurrent severe pulmonary infections where you you start to see this yellow mucus that starts happening it gets worse and people that are on prescription inhalers and medications and steroids and long-term steroids inhibit the body's ability to heal so you're now on this hamster wheel of chronic inflammation more drugs drugs that are trying to suppress the inflammation but now they're lowering your immunity so now you're going to go and get other opportunistic infections and then you're taking antibiotics which then destroy the natural gut flora so now you see that you're just just going to get sicker and sicker and sicker as time goes on so many people with copd are continually on oxygen and sometimes they'll have surgery to get rid of the the damaged the damaged lung but they, again, these all have risks to them. So what can we actually do to improve this? I'm just going back to smoking. It's interesting because when you have a cigarette, um, you destroy, you use up so much of your vitamin C. I think it's something like 10 milligrams per cigarette. And it's been shown that the death from flu or the complications of flu-like symptoms in children and in the elderly exponentially increases in households with smokers so even when you're passive smoking as children you're more likely to have death from complications of influenza-like symptoms and remember it's not just viral these influenzas they could be bacterial as well okay. so what a natural Okay, we yeah. got we got a question uh that might coincide with this I, at least i think it does um the question is what causes a nose to run without coughing or sneezing Ah, interesting. Well, if you buy into the Rockefeller, Carnegie and all the rest of them's uh, uh, thing that you have no immunity and you can catch a virus and you need to be injected with toxic vaccines um, to get an immunity. If you buy into that, you think that you have a runny nose because you're sick. But actually, one of the reasons that you, you get uh, this exudate, this runny nose, this sputum, this mucus is because your body is indeed detoxifying. And when I was doing Gerson therapy for cancer, uh, the, the Dr. Gerson talks about um, the, these toxic um, events that you would have and healing reactions. So toxic reactions when you're getting rid of a load of toxicity all at once. And I would get this fuzzy kind of headache. I would get shivery, I would feel very unwell, and I would ache everywhere, and I would get runny fluid coming out of one nostril. So it's normally because you're toxic. Um, doctors will tell you, oh, it's a little bit of um, rhinitis, inflammation in the nasal passages. They're just telling you the symptom. 
We know that. We've got snot coming out our nose. Yeah, we don't need you to tell us it's a bit of rhinitis, <laughs> yeah. itis inflammation. It's like, you know, colitis, inflammation in your colon. They're just telling you the symptom of your condition. Yeah, we know that. Why do you get it? It's your body's response to toxicity. It's the mm. way your body gets rid of toxins. Well, let me let me ask something on that because, and this wouldn't be towards the influenza part, but the question I have is, why? Why? Because I love spicy stuff, and my wife got this great spicy, sweetened spicy trail mix, and I eat that, and I sweat, and my nose runs. What's going on there? I think that's a completely different reaction <laughs> okay. to spicy right. food. Okay. It is completely, but I know what you mean. You know, I've had stuff with chilies and all of a sudden your throat's on fire. And, I love uh, it. I love it. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I, it, it, it's, uh, it's interesting, but I think, uh, I think that's a completely different response, but you know, it's okay. just run. But again, it only runs for the time when you're suddenly sweating. Right. And you're, and you're, again, if you're having that much, I, I could only assume, this is just my kind of opinion, you're having that much of something that's too much and it's hitting your stomach. Your body's going, whoa, wait a minute. Actually, look at that. I've got turmeric on my hand. Because look, I've just made myself some lemon, grapefruit and turmeric tea. Um, so uh, it's not smoking. That's not nicotine. Um, so, yeah, I think it's that. But But again, you know, what you want to be doing is is these are things that we can do. And you want to limit your toxic exposure. That's your toxins in your air. That's your toxins in your food. That's your toxins in your water. And that's your toxins that go through your mind. And remember, when they talk about mind over matter, self-fulfilling prophecy, these little statements weren't pulled out of someone's behind. They're actually real. If you think you're, you know, think about bad things all the time, and this is what's happening. We're being... It's literally fear porn. It's a fear porn extravaganza. The, the TV, the newspapers, the masks, it's all to make you fearful. Step out of it. Step out of it. I just don't buy into it. I'm not having it. I'm not having anyone destroying my peace anymore. I'm going to do what I can do. So let's talk about what we can do. So as with bronchitis, it's important to remove your lung irritants. So when you've got COPD or indeed anything, asthma, uh, bronchitis again, a chest infection, a cough. Remove the irritants first. So don't let anyone in your house that's having a cigarette. Don't let them in your house after smoking a cigarette. Leave them outside for an hour because they're still exhaling it for up to an hour. And remember the irritants in the cigarettes, they paralyze the nicotine, paralyzes those little hairs in your lungs, those little cilia. And you've got mucus lines your respiratory tract. This is what the creator gave us to make any dirt and dust stick to it. And then these little cilia waft it out, which is why you might cough when you've been in, in a smoky environment or a dusty environment. When you, when you get a load of dust, what's the first thing you do? You start coughing. It's to cough this dust out that's stuck to these, uh, this mucus. But when you smoke a cigarette, you paralyze those little cilia, which is why when people stop smoking, what do they say initially? Their cough gets much worse for a couple of months. That's because all these little cilias, these little hairs, they suddenly, they're no longer paralyzed. And they're like, well, hey, get, let's get moving, guys. Let's mucus out of these lungs. So clean up. Don't let anyone near you that's even had a cigarette for an hour. Leave them outside in the rain. If they want to destroy their health, let them do it. They don't need to take you down with them. Um, high quality air filters. You can buy a really high quality air filter for your home 
especially for your bedroom when you're sleeping. I believe Dyson uh, does a really, really good one. Now, if you can't afford any of those, then you've just got to be mindful of everything. You know, vacuum your room all the time. Change your bed linen. Don't use uh, toxic um, detergents. You can put your bed linen in the washing machine with no detergents. You can just put them on a hot wash. It's the same with your towels, your pajamas. Why do you want to be breathing in all of this filthy, dirty, chemical-laden wash materials? You know, your Lenore, your Comfort, all of these things, they're so dirty. Stop doing it. Uh, in addition, remove any mold pollution from your house, but especially black mold. Very, very dangerous. You don't want any mold. Um, and that's really what medicines do. It's like painting over a damp spot. They're just painting over the symptoms they're not actually getting rid of the reason that you've got mold in the first place so it's really really important do not Kate, use what, what is let me ask a question what is a good remedy for little mold spots that keep coming back in a particular place in a bathroom because we well, we've tried using uh what's the stuff kills and it's supposed to kill it but it has little bits that come through in certain areas get some white wine vinegar get some soap natural soap get a scrubbing brush scrub it and then when you're in the shower, you need to keep all the windows open. It's okay to squeeze, you know, freeze your tush off when you come out of the shower. It's fine. And you need to make sure that room is well ventilated afterwards. Otherwise, it's just going to keep growing back. But you need to scrub it away completely. Um, and white wine vinegar. Um, I'll have a look at some other remedies for that. But I know the best way to do it is to make sure the room is ventilated. Ventilate it. Because wherever you've got moisture and poor ventilation, you're going to get mold. And okay. it's as simple. It's really as simple as that. Okay. Um, so that's what you can do. And the other thing is don't use insecticides, herbicides, fungicides, pesticides in your home. Don't do it. Don't use them around your home. You just don't want to do it. You don't want to be breathing it in. Now, these are what we can do in the body. That's what we're doing outside the body. Um, and, and you know what? If you're really, if you're really poor, and that we are all going to be really poor soon. Um, you've got to be able to heat the room that you're in. So if you can only really afford to heat one room, then so be it. Heat that room and live in that room and keep that room ventilated and keep that room warm. And that's what I would say to the elderly. Wear several layers. Keep yourself warm. Keep that room warm. That's really the way to do it. Um, you know, you know, it, it, do what you can do. We don't need to live in 10 rooms all at once. You've just got to do it like that. Actually, you can't see. I'm wearing two pairs of socks because I don't have my heating on all day. It's expensive. It's a big house. Um, but I do keep, you know, one room warm. So what can we do inside the body? And we've done this on your show. Dietary fats. The cell membranes are made from the fats that you eat. So if you're eating the wrong fats, they're going to repel oxygen from the cell. And you're going to be back into breathless, uh, no energy, and then fermentation. And what is fermentation? Damage to the DNA. Ping, there's your starting of cancer. So you want to replace your inflammatory fats, which cause inflammation. It's Latin. Whenever you get inflammation, you get dis-ease. You get oxidative stress. We talked about that on your show, what oxidative stress is, and then it causes, you know, from free radicals. So we'll go into that quickly. So what are the fats? Corn that you shouldn't be having. Corn fats, safflower, sunflower, peanuts, soybean, canola oils. Replace them with your coconut oil, your extra virgin olive oil. 
have your cold pressed black soil you can't cook with that but have your cold pressed black soil take it on a spoon 10 to 15 mils or make a salad dressing with it or pour it on your food but do not eat your hydrogenated fats or your long life foods on the shelves that's what they've got in them and they're going to make you sick they're cheap they're poisonous and you don't want them use anti-inflammatory herbs such as turmeric what's on my hand make yourself a tea this is one inch i always talk about it one inch of grated turmeric in an infusion teapot with two lemons and what makes it sweet if you don't want to go with your lemons put your um, grapefruit in it pink grapefruit ordinary grapefruit a little bit of honey if you want um you can have that as a as a capsule if you've got if you've got you know arthritis or anything like this a thousand milligrams in a capsule of turmeric in between meals, that's two 500 milligram capsules taken in between lunch and dinner, in between, um, sorry, in between breakfast and lunch, in between lunch and dinner, and then take it um, in between um, your dinner. And, and if you have supper, don't eat after eight o'clock. Your gut needs to rest and try to get to bed before midnight because all your organs regenerate after midnight. So cut back on sugar, sugar, massively increases inflammation white sugar is an acid it shouldn't even be down your mouth and it's in all your processed stuff in the supermarket even coleslaw make your own it's even got sugar in it in the supermarket but it also switches off your immunity for four hours so replace your sugar with honey with blackstrap molasses which is full of iron replace it with raw raw you know uh sugar that really dark sugar cane but try and get away from that sweetness um and it increases that inflammation is going to increase your lung damage. Don't eat red meat. Limit yourself to no more than six ounces of white meat, poultry or chicken a day. You know, some people say pork. We shouldn't be eating pork. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're eating red meat, when you when you really start to raise your intake of animal protein, um, Thomas Talberg did a study on this. I'm already talking about this. This is science. It decreases your um, your T lymphocytes, which you need for killing off viruses, funguses and cancer cells. So when you limit that amount of animal protein, it goes up. And we also know that when you eat a lot of um, dairy, you know, cheese, milk, butter, it increases your snot, your mucus. I mean, I, I the other day um, had some cheese that I had for someone else. And, and so I gobbled a load of it. And, and I woke up with these big boogers up my nose, great big bogeys. And I knew it was that because I wouldn't normally eat that. And because I'm not used to it, I, I noticed straight away. So vitamin C, vitamin C is wonderful. Thomas, uh, 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 Linus Pauling did studies on it. We know vitamin C, you know, we've talked about this on your show. There's been studies what it actually does. It inhibits that um, um that enzyme that breaks down the the, um, the glue, if you like, that holds all your cells together, inhibits the, the enzyme that cancer secretes to break that down so your cancer cells can infiltrate, um, it, you know, that hyaluronidase. We also know that it, it repairs um, and gets rid of all your oxidative stress. So it stops that those free radicals. So vitamin C levels are generally low in smokers. Like I said, have a cigarette, you'll use about 10 milligrams. And people with COPD, so they need higher doses. So you can take nano vitamin C three times a day between meals, or you can take the liposomal vitamin C sachets. You squeeze it, it's like a gel. 
into some water or juice. You can take a thousand milligrams, mix with about four ounces of juice, two to three times a day between meals. Or you can take it with your meals if you have a loads of green leafy veg. Now we, you know, if I'm sick, I take 10 to 15 of those sachets in a day. I take them every hour, 1,000 milligrams. So you can take those. Now they are expensive and not everyone can afford that. So you've got to kind of pick what you're going to do here. You've got a mobile phone and you've got cable TV. You don't need cable TV. It's fear porn. Get a book. Um, You know, pick these things, but try and eat as many colorful fruits and vegetables as you can. If you're eating loads and loads of colorful vegetables and fruits and green leafy veg, you're going to be getting lots of vitamin C anyway. Let me ask you something something about that, Um, because this week I happened to run across. I was getting ready for bed and um, it was really late because I've got some weird sleep patterns going on here recently. But I I got in bed and there was this guy by the name of Dr. I want to say his name was Bundry. And he was getting the issues. You've often brought it up. The issues are in really in our gut. And that's what he was talking about. And he was talking about certain things that, that we eat. Now, I, I'm, when we have tomatoes here in the summer in the South, I love tomato sandwiches. But he's talking about there's these things in them. Um, starts with an was- L. Starts with an L. And they're like little barbed things. And they're in that. They're in eggplants. They're in a number of... Uh, a multi-grain. These are your nightshade foods. Okay. They're, they're in a number of like multi-grains. We talked about grains before in a previous show. And all of that stuff goes in. And he began to explain because he lost 70 pounds just by eliminating foods with these things in them. And what he was saying was this stuff went down and it made like little tears in the intestines, which is the leaky gut. This is the problem that my, my son had been facing. So I was talking with my son about it as well. And then that ends up allowing it basically poisons your body because all that stuff that's in your intestines ends up parts of it goes into your bloodstream which makes you sick it makes you susceptible to all kinds of sicknesses as well so um do you is that a what can be done as far as that because you talk about colorful um vegetables and fruits but then some of them are not so really the best for you to have i mean he said you could eat some of them but you had to come behind with some kind of other food that actually brought repairs in for that as well well first of all when you eat um herbicides pesticides fungicides which is what commercially grown foods there i think they're grown in uh, potassium phosphorus and nitrogen to make them big and colorful and then when you then eat genetically modified foods when the insect lands on it it's going to get holes in its gut then you're going to get holes in your gut when you eat that food and then when you eat these other foods with fungicides on that plant would normally have its own fungicide. So you're now eating food that's got no natural fungicide. So you're not getting it in your body. So it's it's a combination of everything. So that now you've got holes in your gut. And then you're then having these vaccinations with heavy metals in them, which sits like shrapnel in the gut. Then you're going to go and eat these foods that are not nutrient dense, that they are high in. And the way these uh, some of these herbicides and pesticides work is disrupting the life cycle so they the reproductive cycle of the pests so now you're getting that in so they increase their they mimic estrogen so you've got all this going on and you've taken antibiotics in your life which has also damaged your gut flora that should be in there to handle most of this so then you're eating these foods 
And now you've got holes in your gut, your gut is porous, and they're getting into your bloodstream. So you have unprocessed foodstuffs entering the bloodstream, which shouldn't be there, and it sets up an immune response. And this is where you get this high inflammation in the body, this fire in the body. Now, there are lots of different schools of thoughts that do work if you're doing a specific program. So you're not to eat nightshade family foods, you know, your onions, your tomatoes, your potatoes, your aubergines. If you've got um, maybe, uh, as some doctors say, if you have um, arthritis. But what I will say is this, I myself followed the Gerson therapy. And the one thing about Dr. Gerson, which remains unrivaled by anything else, is that when the body heals using his his um his treatment plan it doesn't just heal cancer it heals everything everything and his was very tried and tested and he has nightshade family foods in there aubergines tomatoes potatoes and it's all disease begins in the gut and this is what it's to do it's to heal the gut the only thing he did change was that if you have um if you do have arthritis you miss out the orange juice in the morning the citrus fruits. And if you do have diabetes, then you would miss out the apples in the juice. So that is, you know, what I tend to stick to. And I have patients with all different kinds of illness. And the one thing I will say is when you, when you follow the program of, of like the underpinning with Dr. Gerson, it will heal everything. But again, like, you know, like we're saying about this COPD and just to, just to take something very simple, when you drink alcohol, where does it go? It goes in your throat, down to your stomach and into the intestine and through the liver. But what does it actually affect? It, is, it affects your, your brain, your conscious state to get drunk. So there's a good indication that what you do eat does affect your brain. It affects everything. It affects your mood. It affects how you think. It affects sure. what you do. It affects everything. You know, it's interesting. So, it's interesting because uh, the great... Um, uh, Great Awakening preacher, Jonathan Edwards, here in the United States. Brilliant man. Probably one of the most brilliant minds that America produced. Uh, he used to take, and he would spend, I think, 13 hours in study and in prayer. I mean, he really gave himself to that. And one of the things he did was he often wrote down the things that he ate and how it affected him as far as his thinking, the digestive part, and all of that. I mean, very conscious of, of things that he ate. And we got two questions here. They're, they're pretty simple ones. Mike asked um, about the cleaning of the, the, the mold. He says he's, he's heard that vinegar and hydrogen peroxide work even better than just vinegar. And then uh, Eric wants to know, what do you feel about fermented foods? I'm assuming he's talking about pickles and stuff like that. I, I don't know. But what do you think about those things? Yeah, yeah. Uh, kombucha, sauerkraut, um, fantastic. If you have cancer, Dr. Gerson uh, doesn't recommend fermented foods. But I, I know um, a lady who is a doctor in the States and I interviewed her and she, the metabolic approach to cancer. And she was telling she that, you know, when you um, when you when you eat uh, pulses, beans and lentils, they have phytates on them and enzyme. They're called little robbers. So unless you soak them for 12 hours and sprout them for 12 hours, which neutralizes those, those phytates, if you don't do that, your magnesium, iron, zinc, and calcium stick to those and get shipped out the body. But when you do soak and sprout them, because a lot of them come from India, where the water table is saturated with glyphosate, what you then do is you liberate the glyphosate. So in order to combat that, 
you have sauerkraut juice. So when I'm having lentils, I always have a couple of forkfuls of sauerkraut. Oh gosh, I love it on the side of my plate. So really, um, you know, when we talk about all these things, do you see that they're all very natural things and they're all in the Bible? It's all talked about in the Bible, how to prepare your grains. And now all the grains aren't even prepared properly. And we've done a show on that. So what do you get brain grain? And when you talk about this um, great teacher you've just mentioned, um, when I eat things now, I can see what happens to my body when I have them. So if I eat bread, which I just can't, I get a headache. If I eat pastries, I get this really big headache, brain grain. If I eat breads that uh, isn't this only this one type of rido that I eat, I get all these bumps on the backs of my arms uh, and I get it down the backs of my legs because your skin is it's the window to what's going on inside. And I know I've had patients with psoriasis. And, and again, when you start to eliminate these things as psoriasis goes. Uh, if I eat dairy, I get, uh, you know, the, too much fat. I, if I eat butter, I get like almost like big lumpy spots in my hairline. If I eat cheese, I get spots here. Um, so, you know, I, I've seen girls where women who, who are of an age where they're, re, you know, they're having reproductive cycles and they eat a lot of dairy. They'll get spots all around the jawline here, which is um, their hormonal spots, spots on the chest on women, spots on the back. These are hormonal. So your body literally does tell you. And what do we see in people that eat loads of meat, loads of red wine, loads of fat? They get gout. You see that. They call it the rich man's disease, um, where you get, <laughs> you get the gout, the swelling of the toe joints. So the body's really good at telling you. But unfortunately, when, when the stomach acid isn't 1.5 to 3.5 so that we can extract our nutrients, it also won't kill off all this candida that you can get so you get an overgrowth of candida which is fungus and then you're going to um you're going to start um getting bloating and, and then the gut doesn't work properly and then you're going to start getting headaches and joint pains it's it's all linked heal the gut heal the body all disease begins in the gut and don't the masters that are controlling everything we see just now don't they know it? Look at that gangster Rockefeller, lived till he was over 100. He wouldn't use allopathic medicine. He used naturopathic. And yet all the naturopaths had to go for him, go to him for a license and he wouldn't give it. You know, this is all very cleverly done. So if we stick to, to what's natural, we should, we should do it. I just want to go through this quickly. Vitamin D3. We know that um, every cell has a vitamin D3 receptor. It's a hormone. We know that we get it from the sun, midday sun, when your shadow is short. So we need to go out in the sun. And if we can't, um, if we're like, if you're dark skinned, you wouldn't naturally be living in a cold climate. You'd be living near the equator. So you're going to need much more. So we should all be taking a vitamin D supplement in the winter. And if you are deficient in vitamin D3, then you should be taking 10,000 international units for at least a month to three months. And you should get tested in that time. Um, when they talk about, I mean, I take 5,000 international units every day now with K2 um, and your calcium binds to it. And then your K2 tells it where to go. But I also get out in the midday somewhere as possible. Um, taking multivitamins. 
and multi-minerals. Chronic inflammatory disease uh, cause a general depletion because the more inflammation you have in your body, it depletes your vitamins and mineral stores. Do you see it's, it's that hamster wheel? So make sure you're eating at least 10 servings a day of nutrient-dense organic fruits and vegetables. The more, the merrier. Um, and you can still take a multivitamin, a multi-B vitamin. Um, curcumin, we've talked about that, you know, taking your turmeric. Cursetin, cursetin, I believe, is found in cherries and seeds, but it's anti-inflammatory. And you can take a 250 milligram capsule of cursetin three times a day if you've got COPD. Resveratrol, it's a plant compound. Again, 200 uh, milligrams of resveratrol with 200 milligrams of niacin, that's your vitamin B3, twice a day with meals. So 250 milligrams of resveratrol with the 250 milligrams of niacin, take it twice a day with meals. You might get that niacin flush. It's nothing to worry about. Um, Bakelin is an extract from school cap plant. It's anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, anti-anxiety and anti-cancer. And it's got brain protective properties. And you can take bakelin powder with four to six ounces of water, mix half a teaspoon of it, bakelin powder, half a teaspoon with four to six ounces of water, three times a day before your meals. Um, hyperbaric oxygen chamber, we know that that really helps with COPD. Unfortunately, you can't really get it just now. Everywhere's on this unlawful lockdown. Um, so just I just want to say something, incidentally, about colds and flu, because this is really interesting. When we're told about flu, these are flu-like symptoms, influenza-type symptoms. So they're not always what they're talking about, viral. It could be bacterial, completely different. And for elderly and anyone with a compromised immune system, the flu can be dangerous. We know that. And it can lead to pneumonia, which is life-threatening. However, you know... In America, the commonly cited statistic, and this is Russell Blaylock's papers, fantastic. He's a neurosurgeon. I love his stuff, the Blaylock Report. And he states in his Blaylock Report, commonly cited statistic is that 40,000 people die of flu each year. And it's pure fiction created by flu vaccine proponents. And in most years, only a few hundred die from flu alone. Wow. Only a few hundred. Wow. Most of those that will die have significant health problems that lower their resistance and immunity. And many of the people who are listed as dying of flu, in fact, die from other conditions such as asthma and heart failure and your cytokine storm. So they don't actually die of the flu like they say. They die of the, the complications of it. So do you see what they do? They push, push, push. Oh, All yeah. these people die for a year. To make you take that flu vaccine. Well, let's let's right. take let's take that for for what we're having with the 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 COVID nineteen eighty four stuff because we I covered this week about the CDC and them backtracking on their claims of how many people died of COVID, and then they're they're dumping out like a uh, hundred and thirty thousand of the re- previously reported two hundred twenty thousand that were saying well they they didn't really die of that and they just lumped everybody in there. Um, yep. So so this seems to feed into the same thing with the flu. You you give people bad information and then you say, oh, we've got the cure for it. They're the snake salesmen, folks. Listen, 
Kate is giving you stuff you can do on your own. She's not charging you a dime. It's her time to come on here and tell you. These are things that you can you can do yourself. She, I mean, as we said before, God's our healer. He's the one who says primary, one of the primary ways he keeps us healthy is in what we eat or what we don't eat. And so those things are there. We've got two questions here. We're coming up on the end of the show. I don't know if you want to stay over and give us a little update as to what's going on on the UK or not, or if you need to go. Um, I'm going to go soon because I like to get on the forest. Before, okay. Um, All right. We we won't before the police stop us okay. going up there. Well, then we'll we'll wait and cover that uh, next week. We got some of that out of the way at the first. We got two questions real we'll quick. Get, you know what? I'll get Kevin on next week. Okay. I mean, All Kevin right. is, and and he might have some interesting information for okay. you after this week. We know what's going on for him this week. Okay. All right. We know let where me, he'll be. Let me give you, you know these. Where he's going to be. Yeah. Let me give you these two questions. Um, let's see. Uh, where was it at? Ah. Is there no such thing as contagious disease? My wife and I recently both had some kind of illness first heard, then two days later I had the same symptoms. He's very open to the fact that we've been lied to about almost everything. I'm aware of the Rockefeller medicine. Uh, Were we just both exposed to the same toxins? That's the first one. And then David asks, is there a natural blood thinner to take the place of Coumadin, C-O-U-M-A-D-I-N? Now, the first question, what you see with dis-ease, which is Latin for when your body is out of sync, is that you'll see families coming down with it. You'll see like, you know, all of the sisters in in a family will get, and the mother had breast cancer, the aunt had it. But what you'll find is they all live the same. They'll eat the same foods. They'll live the same way. They might drink a lot of alcohol or smoke. And then you get the one that doesn't do any of that and she doesn't get it. So so I would say that if you come down with something, um, were you around people who had recently been uh, vaccinated with a flu vaccine? Remember in 2019, the flu vac had four untested influenzas and highly pathogenic H1N1 in it. And these are not natural. So, you know, these are injected in and there's that talk of shedding. So, what who were you around i was very sick last january but i sat in a cinema with everyone in my town that was coughing and spluttering you'd recently had the flu vaccine the average age in that cinema must have been at least 65 70 we were all watching the judy garland movie i i, I felt like i was on the set of um what's that it's that movie where you all all the elderly go off somewhere go off to a planet <laughs> uh, i'm trying to think what it do you remember the movie you talking about the cocoon Cocoon. I felt like I was on the set of Cocoon. Um, Kate, Kate, hang on a second, um, and we'll hold you over just a little bit, and then I'll let you get yeah, to, to your to your stuff. Um, one one thing that we want to do, and I want to close out here. So, if you guys on Red State, you want to join us on Facebook or Vimeo, our new platform, or SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Go there, right there on the right side of the page. We're going to hold over just a few minutes because Kate's got some things to do. We'll answer another question or two. Let her finish her uh, response here. And then you guys have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day, and Lord willing, we'll talk to you 6 a.m. Eastern Time here on Sons of Liberty. See ya. Okay, all right. Uh, Give me a second and let me cut off the phone lines. Um, You guys get your chance. You can call in and all. We'd love to hear from you and everything, but uh, you don't call. So we're cutting off phone lines. Okay, so... Somebody's asking in where do we find the archives? You'll find them at sonsoflibertymedia.com. It will be later on this morning, okay? Usually it takes about two or three hours for me to get the videos ready, get all the information on there. And Kate, there um one viewer is asking, 
Do you have a list of the items that you were mentioning about the supplements so they'll know how to spell them so they can get them? Can you send me that list? Maybe take a picture yeah, of it or I whatever. I'll stick I'll it up. I'll send you the list. There's just, I'll do it okay. in a minute. That'll be in, that'll be in the archives. Now, do you want to finish this thing about the contagious disease and then the blood thinner issue? Well, you have, what you have there is, um, you know, it's the Pasteur or Beauchamp, germ, germ theory or germ terrain. And what's happened is, we've gone with a theory like the theory of evolution which is a lie so I now realize that I I didn't really know anything (laughs) I just knew what I'd been taught and I didn't question it and go to the sources so I would say that you've been exposed to something and you're both having a reaction to that and your body's trying to get get you know detox and um and, and that's why you see when men and women live together and they're married for a long period of time and you see them as elderly, this is straight up. They'll be on the same drugs. They'll have the same symptoms. Uh, they'll all have the same arthritis and heart problems and high blood pressure because they've, they've eaten the same foods, been exposed to the same toxicity and lived the same way. It's all the same thing. Um, blood thinners is a different one. Um, there are certain supplements that are... Um, that will thin your blood. What you have to be careful of is if you are taking blood thinners and you'll be going to your to see your medical practitioner and you'll be having your uh, prothrombin time taken, the time it takes for your blood to clot. It, uh, when um, you know when you're giving someone natural supplements to blood thin, you've got to be very careful when they're on their medication at the same time. You don't want to just stop taking their medication. And you don't want to be giving them both together. It's something that has to really be monitored. Um, I'm more than happy for them to email me um, and I can take them as a patient or I can offer them a little bit of advice. But I would feel really uncomfortable telling something the herbs they can take as a blood thinner when they're on drugs. Because I feel it's it's a little bit like um, it, it, it it's kind of it would be unmonitored and I wouldn't be doing my job properly. Right. I'd be concerned about doing it that way. Right. Okay. All right. I think that we cleared up all the questions there. And guys, thank you for the questions. I've tried take, to there are lots of things that you can take that do the same okay. as the drug. And with patience and changing diet and bringing things in, you can work backwards and get off all your medication, apart from if you've had obviously your thyroid removed, you need to take thyroid meds, but it can be done and we do it. Yeah. Well, I tried to take care of all the questions here that I saw in the chat room. Um, I hope that we, we covered all those things uh, right. And then there was some biblical ish, uh, questions in there that I was answering because we weren't specifically on the topic of what was spoken there. So um, you guys, what I'm going to do is... Um, uh, for those who are in the chat room, there is a link there, you guys on Facebook, for the book I referenced, the site I referenced for that discussion. You guys can check that out on, I think that was going on on the Bradley Dean page, the Sons of Liberty page. You guys can scroll down through there. And if you're interested in that particular subject, the links are there. You can follow that if, you, if you're interested in that as well. Kate, thank you for your time again. And it, yeah, if Dr. Corbett wants to come on to next week, we'll talk about the Ooh, things Oh, I think that'll on. be really good. I think so too. Go he's got to go somewhere this week. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, uh, I, and I'm, I'm interested to hear, I'm interested to hear what happens as a result of that because um, you know, uh, he and I spoke after you had gotten off last week. And, um, when we spoke, he's supposed to be at a particular place. 
this coming week. And, you know, um, I, I know he's concerned about what can happen to him, but he's pretty resolute to say, I'm not going to uh, submit to a thing to where I say I was lying or I wasn't standing for the truth or this, that, and the other, even if that means I have to go to jail. Now, we don't want Dr. Corbett to go to jail. I think he's very uh, necessary to get certain truth out to certain people uh, or get get truth out to everyone, as a matter of fact. So hopefully he'll be able to tell us what is the result of that uh, coming up next week, uh, Lord willing, if he's willing to come on. Yeah, he, he, you know what's interesting, um, what, what I was reading yesterday, is the amount of journalists that have been killed doing their job this, this year, this 12 months has gone right, right up. The amount of journalists that are getting jailed, uh, one's just been jailed in China, who had a Twitter account, I used to follow her on Twitter, and um, she used to post on YouTube, she's just been jailed for five years under some, some it was really stupid, like, you know, being naughty and telling lies. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. It was kind of like that. And that's what it stated. By and, the people who uh, are lying to the public, no doubt. Yeah. And yeah. And then, uh, you know, like what we're seeing now, we were all in the press again this week. There was a picture of me and um, the one of me holding the megaphone with the green cape. Every time I wear the green cape, you know, the cape of arrest. I always get arrested in that. Um, <laughs> talking to the cop and Dr. Corbett was on there. I think it was last week we were all in the paper and they were um, coming after Robin Tilbrook, who's the head of the Ding- English Democrats. You right. interviewed him. And, yep. and now they're still hammering in the press after Toby Young. It's his turn because he's a fence sitter, as Kevin Corbett said. Um, so they're coming after Toby Young. He's back in the press today um, with his lockdown skeptics. Because he doesn't want us luck because we're anti-vaxxers. That's what he said. <laughs> you know, you, you either you are either on the side of truth and justice or you're not. There is no gray area in the middle. It's either the truth or it's a lie. Yep. And then the other thing, you know, um, uh, I was interviewed yesterday by ITV. And then they asked, would I be interested in doing, you know, being fa- with my face, either with a video or in person, not next week, the week after by ITV. So this is mainstream media now. Um about the vaccine because of everything that's going on. And when they tell us, oh, everyone wants it, and then you've got Matt Hancock, we're going to have offered it to everyone by November. Well, whether they've offered it or not, looks to me like a lot of people don't want it. And um, Well, and so- we're, seeing, we're seeing a lot of uh, uh, the adverse re- uh, reactions. You know, I, I contacted Debbie Hicks, who had went into the, um, the, the, the hospital there and had shown there was just, it was almost like it was abandoned. And yet yeah. here she is being arrested for showing that. And uh, of course, I don't think she uses Facebook that much. I don't know what the case is. I sent her the message. She said she'd love to come on. And then I haven't heard back from her. So we were going to get her story. So, you know, if I hear from her, we're going to have her, we're going to try to schedule a time to have her on as well. But yeah, people are telling the truth and then they're being demonized for showing the truth, not for reading off a script from corporate owned CIA controlled media. They're they're actually going and showing the people what's going on, and that's pretty incredible. That uh, that you know people are being targeted, not only for free speech, but free you know freedom of the press. In every in every folks, when we talk about God given rights, we're not talking about something that is specific to America. If God gives rights to men, He gives them to all men. And so, therefore, men have a right to speak the truth. They don't have a right to speak the lie. They have a right to speak the truth. They have a right to report the truth. 
And so when you just have regular citizens who go out and they care about their fellow man, and they're going out and saying, wait a minute, we're being told this, and so here's what we're going to do here. We're going to show you this is not what's going on. And then the, the beast system comes after them to threaten them, to imprison them, to find them. Guys, that is an injustice. And uh, again, this... someone, someone said to me, you know, when you look at when you look when you start lockdowns, it's the beginning of the end. You'll never get your freedom back. You know, we're a year in. It's almost a year, and it's getting tighter and tighter. And now, now there is some leaked document. I don't know whether it's real or not. You know, saying they're getting rid of. Someone said they're getting rid of bubbles, and you can only come out for in the U, the UK. This tier six, you can only come out for an hour. You can only be two miles from your house. Um, only, only emergency workers, um, supermarkets are the only ones that are allowed to work. And, uh, um, you know, tighter and tighter and tighter. This is what Celeste Salon said. And, you know, I think Debbie was arrested again and um, for, for speaking out. This is what you see through history. This is all what you see through history. Whenever you get an authoritarian push, then you'll see a pushback. But ultimately, uh, authoritarian societies, they they never win. Ultimately, they just don't. If you look back through history, it's all just coming and coming and coming. Actually, someone's just sent me a text, Tim. So why are you on the phone? What do you say of this? It says, Kate, are you aware of all this about the dollar collapsed at the end of the fiat banking system and bringing in digital currency and you must be chipped or you cannot buy and sell. And you need the chip to activate it. <laughs> you know, it, it's quite interesting because I, when I read the rest of the text, I think to myself, you're a bit late to the party. But have you heard yeah. anything about the dollar? The yeah, dollar well, actually, actually what they have, and I was going to see if we could get G. Edward Gordon, uh, G. Edward Griffin back on the show. Because one of the things he's you know really big in is on the Fed. And uh, there is a, uh, a banking act that was coming down. This is what I wanted to ask him about. Plus, we know in one of the, I believe, the previous COVID relief bills, uh, the first one that Trump signed, that uh, the House tried to implement a digital currency out of the Fed. I forget what they called it, a Fed coin or something like that. I forget what it was. Um, and that was something that was going to be digital. And so, therefore, once you go, once you go into this digital thing, look, I'm all for people taking and doing the crypto coin. That's fine. Knock yourself out with it. I've got a little crypto crypto coins um, that I received for doing some work for a guy, and it was just easier, you know, and I, I said, well, I'll, I'll try it and see what it does. It's very volatile, no question about that, but it's decentralized. Uh, it is a fiat currency. It's decentralized, but once they get you on that, understand this. It doesn't matter even if you're on a Bitcoin or whatever. Yeah, I know it's blockchain. I know it goes through several computers, but all they have to do is get one person to say, I paid this person with this, and they've got a they've got they've got your footprints everywhere after that. They can track you between you and that person, they can go get that person and find out these others and all these other kind of things. No, it's not Bitcoin, uh, Verna. The I'm just saying it's a blockchain technology that the Federal Reserve is trying to move towards. And once they do that, they can basically lock you out of the system because you've got to have, uh, that's going to be digital. Uh, It won't be like a credit card uh, kind of thing because even with a credit card, you still can use cash. Uh, With an ATM card, you can still use cash. 
uh, with a debit card, you can still use cash. You can bar, you can still barter. You'll still be able to barter with people if that's, you know, if that's what people want to do. But then you're going to get into an issue of once that starts being implemented, they're going to be on the bartering people too. And they're basically going to criminalize you if you barter. There's just no doubt that that's what they're going to do. And if you go back and listen, I'll put this in the archive again, uh, G. Edward Griffin, when you listen to what the Marxist-Leninists are planning to do, they have ideas for people like me and some of you who live out in the rural areas and you're away from the cities and you just want to be left alone and you want to grow your own food and do all this other kind of stuff. They've got plans for us too. And so that's why we have to stand and we have to uh, fight this off. We've, the major way we do that is with information. The truth is very powerful because, as Ron Paul used to say, nobody can unhear what you tell them. And if you're like me, if you don't have an answer for something and somebody tells you something you haven't thought about or you don't have an answer, it drives you bananas and you got to go spend a week or two or whatever digging into stuff to find, you know, to get an answer for that. You want to be right and you want to hold to the truth. You don't want to hold to lies. Kate, any yeah, final, I, any final, I, any final words here? Yeah, I, it, you know, it is that, and um, because we've moved away from living as a community and loving our brothers and sisters in Christ, which means taking care of our elderly, our infirm, our young, our neighbours, and it's all about me, 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 me. What can I have? What can I have? What can I have? Here we are. Here we are. It's so obvious uh, it, that that we're at this point and. God is overseeing all of this. It's a test. It's a test. Yep. It's a test to see if you look back to the one Lord and Savior, or are you going to have idolatry? Are you going to follow the fake science? Are you going to listen to them? Are you going to live that way? Or are you going to realize that it is all a test? And, uh, I, I everything I see all the time and, and it's just getting crazier and crazier and I just think I'm going to leave them be and they are you know somebody somebody in the UK was I was reading the mother of this person he'd been asked to work on a computer program of the logistics of setting up camps in the UK and and I will say this you know it's it's like people putting out videos of leaked documents and reading them how do we really know that they are leaked documents? It might even be the bad boys leaking some documents that aren't really real just to keep us in more fear. Disinformation. Yeah. Yep. So you can no longer completely believe what you see at the telly, what you see in the newspapers, what you see on social media. You have to, you can read it and learn from it and think, well, what am I going to do to minimize that effect on me? But you also have to keep a certain amount in your head of, well, I'm not going to believe it 100%. Because unless you actually are there when it's being done, said, written, whatever, you, you can't say with, and it does say that in the Bible, doesn't it, you know, about bear witness, bear witness. Did you bear witness to that? So you have to use, you once said to me about the Bible, you know, you don't believe it's end of times, Tim. And that it's it's a bit like a manual, isn't it? This has happened before. It's showing us sure. over and over again, and uh, and, and it is it's, it is quite remarkable. So I think it's it's let go of the fear because there's nothing to fear but fear itself. And and and, and all you fake Christians out there that are queuing up for your vaccine, and you fake Catholics and you fake Jehovah Jehovah's Witness, 
I mean, all of you, you're not you're not really what you say you are because you would never do that. You're buying into this fear porn and yeah. idolatry because if you want to have God's children, kidneys from aborted fetuses, which is in that vaccine, MRC5 from the aborted male, WI38, don't be saying, oh, that was ages ago. No, they're still doing it. They're still yeah. doing it for new vaccines. They're, they're not anaesthetizing these babies that they let the pregnancy go on a bit longer and then they get to the mother to sign for it. And these babies are delivered. They don't anaesthetize them when they cut them open to take the kidneys. That's happening. What, you're happy to have that injected into you? Are yeah. you? Because you're so selfish that, that your life is so much more important. You don't know Christ at all. Yeah, this is... Yeah, and that, that's, a, that's a good thing. Uh, and just so people understand, and I, I talked about that a little bit the other day on the show, but just so people understand, it's not that I don't believe there's a last day coming. I do. Uh, I hold to the Christian uh, doctrine that's been held by numerous—that's been written down in numerous uh, confessions of faith— uh, across different denominations, there's a last day, there's a resurrection of the the righteous and the and the wicked, and there's a last day of judgment. There's a coming of Christ, and he will judge all men. There's no question about that. Uh, but I do view, um, like the book of Revelation, Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, as happening to first century Jerusalem. And from that, we can draw application. I've made this statement before. Uh, John um, Bunyan, who comes from your land, uh, who wrote the second greatest book or most published book in history, Pilgrim's Progress. He references that in his book. You guys really ought to read that if you haven't read it or if you're not familiar. What's the book called again, Tim? Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah, he wrote it from jail. Yeah, you told me about that before. Yeah, he wrote it from jail. And one of the things he talks about is there's a beast that comes up every now and then, and it's got the heads. It's just like in Revelation. And what he does, he talks about just like what you said, it's to test men. And we can see this application all through history in various lands all across the earth. When the people don't adhere, when they're not a righteous people, they allow tyranny to come in. That tyrant, God uses them to chastise them, to discipline them, even to judge them. And it becomes a test to see whether or not they're going to be faithful or not. And so that happens throughout history. And we can point back to our own time, uh, our forefathers, um, you know, more than 200 years ago here in this land. You guys have had it over there. I know, uh, especially with Oliver Cromwell was a big name in in the in Britain. Uh, that was a test then. It's been throughout, you know, the people in China, our brothers and sisters over there are facing it under the, the, the communist rule. They've been facing that for decades now. And again, this is, this is the test. But, but it's not gloom and doom, guys. Our hope is to be in Christ. Christ is still on the throne. He hasn't been dethroned because wicked men may come to power. He says he'll use those wicked men. Those wicked men are his wicked men, okay? And he has a good purpose for those who love him and are called according to his purpose in those wicked men being in a position of authority for a time, uh, Romans 8.28. So we should not be those who look at even what we're facing here in the States. We should not be looking at uh, things through gloom and doom eyes. We are more than conquerors through Christ, okay? Through the one who loved us and gave himself for us. And so we should not be those who who look with fear and trembling in that. And I'll, I'll change one thing. You said there's nothing to fear but fear itself. I know that's an old, what was that, Winston Churchill or somebody. But there is there is something to fear, and that is God. If we fear mm. God, we don't have to fear man. Because man can only destroy our body. But God, the Bible says can 
destroy both our body and our soul in hell. And so we should fear God because of who he is, because he is the lawgiver, and we seek to glorify him. That's what we promote here on the Sons of Liberty. With that said, um, I'm going to have some links up. I'm going to get all of Kate's links again because I need to have that so that when we do this, because we want to help support her, she's on her own. And so we're going to have that in the archive as well. She provides... Completely undateable. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to have some things there so that people can uh, not only follow you on whatever platforms you're starting there, because I know you're you're working on the website, too. And then also the yeah, places where uh, they can purchase know, some of the supplements um, and stuff. I was looking because, uh, of course, we're all off parlor. I don't know where parlor's gone. Yep. I need to find it. I don't think it's up yet, is it? No, but I would say people go to go to sonsoflibertymedia.com and I'll have this in the archive as well. There is a website, okay, that was started about 2 years ago by a a Christian. I had him on the show too, Stephen Andrew, and he had 8 million followers on YouTube and millions more on Facebook and they canned him. So he said I have I've worked for Fortune 500 companies. I'm going to start my own platform. And uh, what he did was he started something called USA.life. USA.life. It's going strong. It's going strong like Minds.com. All of these others, parlors down now. Uh, MeWe is kind of, it's fair It's fair to stay in. Uh, Spreely and Gab are having some issues. They they always are having issues over there. I don't know what's going on there. But USA.life. I'm on BitChute. I'm about to load up. But, I am but this is a social media. This is a social media platform. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just letting you know, you guys can get there. And USA.life is explicitly Christian. It is explicitly constitutional. And, found uh, it. I'm going to oh, be honest. She did find it. Okay, yep. <laughs> I'm going to sign up. And he's also, and, yeah, and by the way, he's also starting a, he's also putting together a search engine called, I think it's 1776.free. And it will be one uh, that allows for free speech. And that does, uh, contrary to people's popular opinion that pornography is somehow free speech, there is no speech in pornography. That's not what that is. Um, They do regulate a lot of that kind of stuff and get rid of it. um, But they do allow for uh, free speech. What is really lawful, the truth, uh, and things being put out of that nature. So that's USA.life if you guys want to join it. And um, we're on there as well. And so, hey, great. Good, Cindy. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, she's joined USA.life as well. And um, with that I'm said... I'm joining now. <laughs> okay. With that said, um, we're going to call it a, a day because Kate's got some things to do. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you for joining us. And the archives will be up later today at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Uh, give me a couple hours. Usually it happens around lunchtime, maybe before on the regular weekday it happens before. But uh, with Saturdays, we run a little bit later. So give me time to get everything uploaded, get the, the article done there, and we'll put it out at sonslibertymedia.com. Again, you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you, Lord willing, 6 a.m. Eastern Time on Monday. See ya.